you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Well, hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Retail Transformation Show. I am your host, Oliver Banks, and I'm delighted that you're tuning in today. I very much appreciate that. And I'm so glad that you are clearly taking this seriously. I want to start by asking you if you've heard of the term retail Darwinism. It's going around quite a bit at the moment. So I'm interested to know, what do you make of it? It's very much in line with the biological concepts, obviously from Darwin himself, and survival of the fittest. And the concept that we're seeing the best companies propel onto success, whilst the weakest companies simply go out of business. That's the whole concept. Now, my thoughts, my take on this is that I very much do agree. It does happen. And it happens in every industry, not just retail. And frankly, it's also just normal business. The best businesses go on to success, whilst the weakest ones cease to exist. A company with a sloppy business model and an unfit operation is never going to work. It's always going to end up on the proverbial trash heap. But I think the really important and interesting point about today's retail marketplace is that the environment is changing at quite a pace as well. Models and businesses that were once fit are seeing that fitness degrading, frankly. What we're seeing is that the world is changing. And in fact, it's really a perfect storm for the retail business. Not in a good way either, right? We're seeing changing generations coming into the world of shopping. We're continually hearing about millennials, right? And their approach and their attitude being completely different. But you know what? After millennials are coming more and more generations. And just think right now, we are having consumers coming into the marketplace, coming into your shops right now. And these are young consumers that are younger than Facebook. They've always existed in a Facebook world. Think about that for a minute. So we're absolutely seeing these changing generations. And remember, these changing generations are both our customers and our employees, our colleagues as well, right? And staying with the whole social media theme, we've seen a dramatic change in how we communicate. Social media, as we discussed in the last couple of episodes with Polly Barnfield, that's episode 42 and 43 of the Retail Transformation Show. And they're great episodes, so do go and take a listen. So in those episodes, we're talking about the fact that social media has come around in just the last 15 years. And of course, it's changed how we go about talking and communicating with each other, both as individuals and as B2C and even B2B, right? We're more connected now than we have ever been before. But at the same time, we're also more disconnected now. We're more alone, but we still crave human relationships, real relationships. And that's a huge, huge opportunity for retailers, in particular, brick and mortar retailers, okay? 
So thinking again about this perfect storm of change going on right now. So we've got new generations and we've changed how we're communicating. And we're also changing how we live. The global trend of urbanization, where we're tending to flock now to urban centers more than ever before, has changed things. We thrive on convenience now. You know, we want to buy for now, 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 now. We're also getting a bit lazier, right? We want our shopping delivered to us. Whether that's furniture or whether that's a tin of beans, frankly. And of course, new technology is evolving in all spans of life. From a business perspective, there's lots of talk about robotic automation and AI and these sort of things. But remember, from a consumer perspective, we've now got Alexa and all her friends controlling our houses. We've got supercomputers just tucked into our pockets. And we're getting notified every other minute about some sort of like or comment or whatever with social media. So that is dramatically changing things. Again, both for employees and customers. And all of this as well is underpinned with the fact that we're starting to care a little more as well, which is fantastic. We're caring about ourselves. You know, we've got developments like wellness, mindfulness, and even the whole vegan movement. It's all about caring for ourselves better. And we're starting to see a growing awareness of caring for the environment as well, of course, which is great, but arguably it is a little too slow a pace right now. But I do think the next big step here is that we'll start to care a little bit more about each other, which can only be a good thing. I hope you'll agree. So we're seeing these huge changes taking place. But then overlay that with the fact that we've now got more competition in the retail marketplace than ever before. It really is the perfect storm, in my opinion, for the status quo. Everything is changing. So the answer, of course, is digital transformation. Right? Right? Well, we're all talking about digital transformation, and that's a big trend. But I have to tell you, I do have a different view. I think digital transformation is misguiding us. I think digital transformation as a term is showing us the wrong path. What we're actually talking about is just transformation, not digital transformation. <laughs> and I say just transformation, like, oh, throwaway comment, right? Um, <laughs> but I hope you know what I mean. It's, it's plain transformation. It's not specifically about digital. There's nothing digital about it, in fact. Really, it's just the fact that we live in a digital world. Transformation, in my opinion, must include culture. It must include people. It must include business models and proposition, both customer proposition and employee proposition, and even supplier proposition as well, by the way, what it's like to work with your business or partner with your business. It must include processes and procedures. It must include how the finances work, how cash flow works. It's still got to be a viable business after transformation, right? And of course, transformation could include digital elements, IT and systems. In fact, it probably will at some stage, but it should not be centered around those elements. I do strongly believe that that term, digital transformation, really is making a big problem for us. It's making us focus on the technology. It makes it seem like the problem is technology not all the other aspects that sit around the business as well. You know, culture, people, business models, proposition, all those elements. 
But actually, the problem is much bigger than just technology. You've probably heard the term tech for tech's sake, right? Everyone seems to be talking about tech for tech's sake, or we shouldn't do that. Well, I think the term digital transformation is partially to blame for this. It's driving us purely to think about technology solutions as the answer. Alternatively, you know, we see examples where retailers are evolving in not very customer-centric ways. Well, I think the term digital transformation is the root cause for this. And right now I'm going to reflect back on another one of the previous episodes. That's episode 30 and 31, where Tim Mason joined us on the show to talk about his new book that he wrote with Maya Knight called Omnichannel Retail, which is a great read. So do check that out, Omnichannel Retail. But to quote Tim from the conversation I had with him in episode 30 and 31 of this podcast, he said, This is about the fact that we live in a digital world. And he introduced a brilliant term to us. And I love this phrase, I have to say. It's the term digitally enabled and data driven, which is a brilliant mentality to have. Everything is digital, so we're all talking about it. So it absolutely is the time for transformation. Businesses must transform. With our changing world and all those aspects that are creating this perfect storm, we must transform. The retail industry must transform and retailers in themselves must transform. But transformation can be and usually is tough. It's hard work. In fact, the consultancy McKinsey have continually surveyed and looked in to understand success rates of major transformation programs. And frankly, those success rates are pretty appalling. They're generally below 30% success rate. So it is tough. So you and your organization must be absolutely on your game. Now, we're often looking at companies in the retail industry that have failed. They've gone into administration, they've closed down, whatever. And honestly, there are slightly more than we'd have liked, right? But you look at these companies and you think, Oh, they should have transformed. It was so obvious. Why couldn't they do it? Couldn't they see it? I'm sure you can think of some companies and you've had those thoughts about that company, right? But let's be honest. It's often so much harder to recognize the need to transform from within. And it's so much harder to actually make it happen. Those wonderful hindsight goggles are so useful. And there is that analogy of turning the oil tanker as well. It is tough work and it does need a lot of planning. Now, when I see transformation failure, there's basically a few different things going on. Firstly, the company didn't see it coming. Maybe they were caught unaware, they were caught short. And there are several reasons for that, right? It could be that everyone in the company, the exec, the senior management, and to some extent, the mid-level management had their heads in the sand. Maybe they were correctly understanding the trends that were going on and they placed their bets, but they placed their bets in a bad way. Maybe they took the intel and they misunderstood where the world is heading. Or maybe there was just that feeling within of, you know, it will be okay. We'll get through this. We just need to batten down the hatches and and everything will return to normal. Obviously, with the benefit of hindsight, as I say, that didn't seem like such a good strategy after all, right? Now, the second big root cause is that the company saw the need for transformation, but they just didn't do enough or they didn't do it quickly enough. 
And it's probably the most common root cause, in my opinion. And that could be down to a, a huge number of different elements. Maybe the deliverables were too watered down to have the actual benefit. They didn't meet the original vision. Maybe expectations for the speed or the size or the scale were never met or maybe even never set. Maybe the teams weren't equipped or prepared for actually delivering and doing transformation. Maybe the leaders equally weren't equipped for leading transformation. There could also be a number of past restrictions or past decisions that were in place that just made it just too tight, too oppressive, and there wasn't enough wiggle room to allow that flexibility. An example of that in play right now, of course, are these super long leases and high rents for retail physical units. But I also think there is a third option, which is really quite difficult to understand or predict. And that's where a company has seen what's happening. They've done something about it. But then there has been a significant market change happen at the same time. It's really difficult to forecast that. But what happens is if that does happen, you've got to reassess and redirect your transformation as needed. For example, e-commerce has obviously shifted the market massively. That's fairly predictable. But the new big shift is, of course, social media. And I think that's going to be absolutely fundamental to survive in our continually changing world. That was something I dived into with Polly Barnfield, and you can hear all of that conversation in episode 42 and 43. Absolutely golden nugget central in there. But to help with all of this, to help with the challenge of transformation, I have laid out a transformation trifecta, which is a health check along three major elements to really make your transformation a success. It aims to guide you through that minefield. It helps you understand the common symptoms and gives you actions and remedies to help you on the path to success. It will help you to be one of those 30% successful transformations. So I said there were three key elements. So the first is having a strong will to change. Is there the right desire to transform in the first place? Having a strong will to change all starts with the leadership and it flows through to the whole organisation. Really, it's about forcing the issue. It's about looking in the mirror truthfully and recognising the challenges, recognising the issues and saying, hey, we do need to do something about this. We must take action. The second element is having an achievable approach. Is there a clear route to achieving the goals? This is all about making your changes realistic, having a roadmap in place that shows the order of change, the priority of change, and how to realise the vision. It's absolutely critical to have that achievable approach. Super effective programme management is so important here. Having the right governance in place is absolutely critical. In fact, there are a number of different challenge areas right here, so you must get after this. You must have an achievable approach to make sure that you know how you're going to progress through your transformation journey and achieve your goals. And the third piece of the puzzle, the third essential element of that transformation trifecta is about having the right people to do the transformation. Are your teams prepared? Are your teams set up for that difficult journey of transformation? Are they experienced? There are a number of different symptoms if this one goes wrong, and you can begin to see the signs of this quite early on. 
but there are also a number of different actions that you can also take to help move you forward and drive your transformation onto success. I think these three elements are so important because they all blend together and you have to have all three. If you are missing one, you are in trouble. So if you're missing a strong will to change or you have a sort of a mediocre will to change, a lukewarm will to change, then what's going to happen is that even if you do have an achievable approach, even if you do have the right people, you're going to be left with frustrated teams and unfulfilled potential. If you're missing that strong will to change, it means you'll know what to do, you have the skills to do it, but there's just no support, no sponsorship. It's a false start. The transformation will be deprioritized or pushed out of, out of mind, out of sight. Nothing will happen. The transformation will fail. Alternatively, if you are missing the achievable approach, but you still have a strong will and you do have the right people, what's going to happen is you're not going to be actually sure how to drive that transformation forward. You won't have the clarity how to solve the challenges that that business faces. Essentially, this is going to be a waste of the talent and the resources and the budget. The organization recognizes the need to change it, it's up for it, and you have the skills. But if you can't or don't direct that into one clear achievable approach, essentially your organization will become confused with a sense of regret. There will definitely be a reflection. We should have, we could have, but we didn't. And finally, if you're missing the right people to do it, then your transformation simply won't get done. If you have a strong will, if you have the right approach, but not the right people, not the right skills, then when you approach the hard work of transformation, that work won't get done. It's as simple as that. And the result is a load of missed expectations, both internally and externally with the media, with the city, with shareholders. And essentially, what's going to happen is if you don't have the right people in place, you will lose your opportunity for transformation. It will just fly by, even though you wanted to, even though you knew what and how to do it you just didn't. And generally, the examples of where you hear transformation not happening quickly enough or not happening to the right level, that's what's happening. So if you are weak on any of these three critical elements, a strong will to change, an achievable approach, or the right people to do it, then your transformation really is at risk. And if you're weak in more than one aspect, it's really looking quite likely to fail. And unfortunately, in this perfect change storm that we exist in today. It will mean if your transformation fails, the future of your business, your retail business is at stake. The future of your brand is very much on the line. So to help you, I've put together my transformation trifecta, which you can get for free from the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 44. And I'm going to be diving into these three areas in a whole lot more detail you're going to understand the symptoms that you can look out for. Find these problems before they come up as major issues. You'll understand the actions and the remedies that you can put into place to turn things around. And I'm also giving you some watch outs to be careful for. So you can really use this as a health check. You can look through and say, how are we doing? Where are we going to come unstuck? How are we going to come unstuck? And what should we do about it right now? Rather than waiting for it to come up and be a big problem. So that transformation trifecta, 
is available to download for free. Right now, you can find the link on the show notes page. That's obandco.uk slash 44. So reflecting back, we do live in a changing world. And we have this perfect storm with several different elements all wanting to drive more change and more evolution. And that's guiding us to take up this term, digital transformation. But I do think that term, digital transformation, is problematic. It guides us down the wrong route. We should be talking about transformation, not digital transformation. We do live in a digital world, and everything is digital in some form or another nowadays. But we do need to transform, and we do need to continually transform as well. And I've also reflected back and we've talked about the fact that transformation is tough. There are low success rates, but it is essential. So I've shared with you the three main struts of the transformation trifecta, which is all about, once again, having a strong will to change, having an achievable approach and having the right people to do it. So do go and pick up your copy of that transformation trifecta. As I say, it's free from obandco.uk slash 44. And you'll find that and all of the next steps that you need to do into your inbox very soon. But before we wrap up, although transformation is tough, although times are challenging right now, I do strongly believe that it is possible for you to successfully transform your retail business, whatever stage you're at. And I'm so passionate about helping retailers and people like you transform and evolve. And frankly, the fact that you are here listening to this right now gives me a bundle of confidence. It puts a smile on my face. It says that you are willing to listen to external perspectives. You are taking this seriously. You're going to do things differently than ever before. So I do honestly wish you luck in your transformation, your retail transformation. And I'd love to be able to help and support. So do feel free to reach out with questions, or if you'd like to talk to me about going deeper and getting more support with your retail transformation, maybe even working with me. You can find me on LinkedIn or you can just shoot me an email directly. My email address is oliver.banks at obandco.uk. That's oliver.banks at obandco.uk. So let's wrap this episode up right now. And I do wish you a ton of luck as you embark or continue on your transformation journey. All that I would ask is don't call it digital transformation, okay? (laughs) It's not digital transformation. It's just transformation. It's much bigger than just tech. It's much bigger than just digital. It's just that we live in a digital world right now, okay? So if this has been your first time listening to the Retail Transformation Show, then do remember to hit subscribe. And if you've listened to this before, why not tell a friend, tell a colleague about the show? I'd love for your help to spread the word and get more people listening to the show. So I will look forward to joining you on the next episode. And I hope you have a very good week until then. Bye. Bye.